This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Purple Daily is Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. I will ride with this group. Seriously, man. Please. And away we go. Okay, we've got bad news and good news. The bad news is it's not Thor's day today. Because Thor is at his annual company trip with Fantasy Pros and Betting Pros. Where they all the Fantasy Pros and Betting Pros get into a room and eat steak in like Nashville. Is it even that or is even just guys just like at Fantasy Pros and Betting Pros just in a sports book just chopping it up and talking company (laughs) strategy? That sounds like a great company getaway in my opinion. Where are they? I thought they are they in I thought they were in Nashville. Is that where they are? Okay. I think I they're in there. And I sports bet. Are there sports books. In there? Are there sports books? Uh, I was telling Phil uh, yesterday, Judd, uh, my like my mini moon right after my wedding. I'm going to Vegas, and I even I think I told you guys that too. And it's like even more dirtly cheap than normal for Vegas. Like our hotel is twenty nine dollars a night, and flights are like less than one fifty. And then I realized the three days I'm in Vegas are the MLB All Star Week, where there's not a single men's sport going on for the four oh, days out of the 365 days in the and calendar. And it's before year. summer league. It's like a week yeah. before NBA summer league. So, so if you guys have like Australian basketball games to bet on for me, send me some stuff. <laughs> send me what I should be betting Dude, on when I'm there. Our guy Shane Heal made, made his Shane debut Heel. on Flagrant House. You probably hit up Shane Heal. He probably, <laughs> probably has some Australian basketball. I saw league. Shane. Man, he had great salad at one time. He did. He said he he used peroxide to get his hair that color oh, did back. He? Okay, wow. yeah, wow. I buy that. That can be something we try for Judd maybe in the next couple of weeks. Oh, it, a little peroxide. I feel like it used to be done in the nineties quite a bit. The yeah. peroxide. He said he did it before the Backstreet Boys, so he deserves okay. full credit. Uh, but so we're gonna get into some interesting Kirk Watch topics. We also have, and by the way, we'll have two Thor's days next week. Monday is gonna be Thor's day to make up for today and then actual thor's day so you're gonna get you're gonna get thor's day times two next week we've got kirk watch we've got vikings organization grades and a random viking of the week but we also have breaking show news okay so we told you last week the third annual purple daily draft party is going to be at the fillmore in minneapolis thursday april 25th that's a 7 p.m Draft time start, 7 p.m. podcast start, 5.30 doors open. Mm-hmm. And we can tell you now that tickets are available starting at 10 a.m. Friday at scorenorth.com slash party. Scorenorth.com slash party. That website is live right now. You can't get your tickets yet. General admission is free. 
So mm-hmm. tickets are free. We also do have a $100 VIP package level, and there's a limited amount of those, but that includes premium balcony level seating with access to the private bar and lounge, two drink tickets, food voucher, purple daily beanie, and an exclusive pre-show meet and greet with the show here before we go live. But if you just want to get in and bring your friends, it is free. We're keeping it free at the Fillmore this year for general admission. They've got two giant bars, and there's going to be uh, all sorts of fun things happening in the general admission area too, including our podcast that we will be doing starting at 7 o'clock. So 10 a.m. on Friday, tickets available at scornorth.com slash party. Tons of space. Always good, right? Mm-hmm. Tons of space. And I, I saw a question, I think it was sent to you, Phil, on Twitter, but um, there will be a bunch of huge TVs. Oh, yeah. The draft will be on a right. massive screen behind us. So you'll, and it'll obviously be on mute because we will be talking, but you'll be able to watch the draft coverage from the Fillmore right. and listen to us essentially narrate from a Vikings perspective. And also two other questions that people are asking. What about parking? What about hotels? Well, we'll have more information on those things officially on the website as we go forward here, but there's literally a hotel above the Fillmore. Yep. Above the Fillmore. Mm -hmm. And there's a giant parking ramp adjacent to the Fillmore, another giant parking ramp a block away, and then you've got the A ramp, the B ramp, the C ramp. There's parking for days within like two or three blocks. And then uh, there's hotels all over the place in addition to the one that's above the Fillmore. Yeah, there's that. There's that Twins game at noon that day as well, so like that crowd will kind of be out of there. So if you're also worried, like, oh, is there a Twins game or something going on? Should be should be ship shape. In fact, if you're flying in from out of town, maybe never been to Target Field, I recommend catching a Twins game and then just yeah. literally Make walking down the steps yeah. from Target Field into the Fillmore. Yes. So we are super pumped. It's the third annual. It's basically our most fun, biggest event that we look forward to every year, and we're looking forward to hanging out with as many of you as possible. So scornearth.com slash party, and you can get tickets starting at 10 a.m. on Friday. Okay, gentlemen, it's time for Kirkwatch 2024, where we keep you posted on all the latest ruminations, speculation, rumors. It is a reckless speculation Thursday across the Scornearth podcast. And I think we can give you these two updates, um, Let's give let's do these two updates and then we can kind of dive into what we think it means here. It's, it's basically the musical chairs game of of quarterbacks in the NFL and how Kirk fits in. So Justin Fields manager a couple nights ago put out a video on social media of a very happy Justin Fields literally jumping for joy in the kitchen. And in the background of that video, somebody asks, are you ready to go home? So there's been all sorts of people just trying to figure out what does that mean? Why is Justin Fields so happy? Where is home? What does home mean? Well, he grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, at least in the Atlanta area. So could home mean Atlanta Falcons? There's some speculative Falcons obviously need a quarterback. So there's some speculation that maybe there's a deal happening behind the scenes that would take away a huge potential suitor for Kirk Cousins, whose wife's family is from Atlanta. They have cap space. And I think he still lives there, too. Fields? Yes. There you so go. It's a perfect fit for him. And then Raiders coach Antonio Pierce said, quote, I would hope whoever we draft that that's the route we go. Someone who becomes the starter, Pierce said. You don't want to put a Band-Aid at that position. That's old. That's old, man. I think the Raiders, we've seen that enough in this organization. So the head coach of the Raiders is saying, we are sick of Band-Aids at that position. Now, I don't know 
if you would consider Kirk Cousins a Band-Aid, but he is 36 years old coming off an Achilles. So to me, that would be the definition of a short-term Band-Aid. What do you make of some of the the quarterback ruminations coming out of Indianapolis how they and how they may impact the Vikings and Kirk Cousins? Well, I think it's uh, intriguing because there's a couple of questions here. One is how how many games are being played? I mean, it's not the season, but it's game playing time, right? So, like, you've got all of these different stories that get planted at the Combine, and some of them are planted. They're absolutely true, and some, some of them are complete BS, but they're there yeah. for the theater to try and convince teams of certain things. From a Viking standpoint, as we discussed on Reckless Speculation Thursday Scoop episode with Dukes, I think this comes down from the Viking standpoint to a game of chicken with Kirk. Um, so I do think that they want him back. If, and, and that's a whole different discussion. Like there, there is a discussion about should the Vikings just flat out be in or, and are they in a position to try to move on? But it feels like from what O'Connell said for sure, and I'm buying what he was yeah, selling. I think we all to. are. And, and from how Quasi sort of approached it as a business thing, I think that this is a game of chicken between, Hey, Cousins Camp, go and explore your opportunities. If you can find something awesome, if you can't, here's what here's what we would take you back at. And by the way, we actually do want you back. So for, for your question, what I make of this is a few things. One, there's a game of chicken going on between Kirk's current employer and Kirk. And they're saying, Kirk, go see what's out there. But it does appear that, that the market not might be uh, as fruitful as was believed, because Kirk is the top free agent quarterback available. The hangups are this. He's going to be 36, and he has a torn Achilles. And I, and he's coming back. That's awesome. He's working his ass off. That's great. But you know what? It's still going to give teams cause to pause and say, what's the shelf life here? And so I'm buying right now that nothing is done. Like, he's not coming back here for sure, but he's not departing for sure. And it certainly appears like teams very wisely that Kirk might land with are exploring all of their options, but it only takes one to say, let's do it. You know, the the Broncos, Sean Payton, perfect example. If they can make it work financially, the Broncos are a prime, because as we discussed, I think on Monday or Tuesday show, the Broncos make perfect sense because Sean Payton doesn't like to deal with young quarterback. Let's play the musical chairs game. You threw out Broncos, you know, the Falcons, Raiders have been thrown out, Vikings, obviously. Before the show, I tried to just sort of count how many teams definitely need a quarterback because theirs is a free agent like Vikings. Or they don't have a guy right now that you would consider starting caliber for their roster. Like Falcons are in that mix. They've got some weapons and stuff. I think there's 10 teams that need a quarterback. And then it's really interesting when you start to look at the quarterbacks available from draft to cousins to Russell Wilson, the supply and demand is not in Kirk's favor in terms of maximizing it. I think if there were four open teams needing a quarterback desperately and only two options, Kirk would be in the driver's seat here. But I I almost feel like this is, if you start to do the math, if the Vikings want Kirk back at a reasonable price, I think this is in their favor. So correct me if I'm wrong, you guys, but teams that definitely need a quarterback, Falcons, well, Vikings, we'll put Vikings on the list. Right. Raiders, Commanders, mm-hmm. Patriots, Steelers, Broncos, because we're assuming Russell Wilson is gone and Broncos have an opening. Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. because Baker Mayfield is a free agent. 
Now they might bring him back, but they need right. a quarterback. That's eight. And then Declan threw out on the scoop of Doogie, the New York Giants. But I think that's a draft-only quarterback need. So I'm going to put the Giants as the ninth team on this list, but not. I don't think they're they're going after Kirk. I think they would be going after, like, Jaden Daniels or Drake May. Correct. Yes. And then I would, I've seen a lot of mocks with the Saints drafting a quarterback, too. Like, they have Derek Carr, but in terms of, in yeah. terms of the supply and the demand, the Saints aren't going to be in on Kirk Cousins, but they could be in on J.J. McCarthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he falls, right? And I believe they redid. That's 10. Yeah, they redid Carr's contract. This, like, Carr, Carr will be starting week one, barring an injury or a trade. Like, but they're they're going to eye him as being their starter prize still for week one. So, yeah, 10, 10 teams. So go back through, so go back through that list and, and let's break down, like, the most realistic Kirk options. Okay. Well, we can take Giants and Saints off the list because yes. they're only, they're only really a threat to draft a quarterback, right? So, yeah. Buccaneers, I think Sneaky Baker goes one. back there probably. Like I, I, I think the odds are really strong that he goes back there. Okay. Broncos, off. Broncos are interesting. Mm-hmm. Now they're in a financial pickle, like because of the Wilson contract, they're not in a financial driver's seat. But the Kirk Sean Payton oh, George yeah. Payton relationship yeah. all makes a lot of sense. Yes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna for my own notes here. I'm gonna highlight the ones in green that are options for Kirk, and then we can put the because this is then we'll get to the 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 supply of quarterbacks available, and it gets interesting. Yep. Okay, Steelers. Mm, I think that's an interesting one. I don't think it's as uh, likely as the Broncos, but I do think they're an option. Kenny Pickett stinks. Like they they're not gonna roll with Kenny Pickett next year. So, they don't have nearly as much cap space. They only have five million, and they can make room, but they only have five million in effective cap space right now. That's why Russell Wilson makes more sense for the Steelers because you could get him for one point two million, yeah, and Still wouldn't have to do any or, other contract. I wouldn't right. put uh, uh, Kirk to the Steelers in bright green, but I would not dismiss it completely. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's a team that they would definitely use as leverage up against the Vikings, yeah. right? So we'll we'll yeah. highlight them in green. Yeah. Okay, Patriots and Commanders. So. I like those options, but currently, until until we find out differently or they trade out, I think those are tough to use as options for Kirk because of the fact that both are in prime position to take top quarterbacks. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. That's what's yeah. That's what's tricky about this. Do they look to trade back and build out draft cap? That's the thing. Too. Right. It's like we if they're going to trade back because their rosters are too eroded, would they sign Kirk then at right. age thirty six? Right. So it does. It, I'm gonna. I think you're right, dude. I think. I think it has to be more of a ready made situation, and I don't know why those teams would pay forty five million dollars to outbid the Vikings. Right. Yep. Let's leave them unchecked in the Kirk sweepstakes. Raiders and Falcons. Now, before we get to the other options available, these two teams make perfect sense, and so I think we should highlight them in green still, right? Falcons, you have to, I think, until that, like, the Falcons, I think, are going to do something here. Um, And and yes, they could take a quarterback at eight, 
But I think until Fields is officially traded there, and as far as I know, that's just been talked about. Yeah, yeah, green, they're they're definitely in green. And Raheem Morris made the comments this week at the combine that if we had better quarterback play, I might not be standing here. So like yeah. they're well Desmond aware. Ritter just in the corner. So they're what well aware they're up, is... they're up, they're upgrading at quarterback. So yes, they are one hundred percent probably the most likely team, if not the Vikings, to get after, to go after Kirk Cousins. He should have said, if there wasn't a moron standing on the sidelines in our stadium last year, I wouldn't be standing here, <laughs> Arthur Smith. It might have been a little of both. For Oh, he was a jackass. So here's the list, okay? So we've got 10 teams that need a quarterback. Okay. Five of them are probably, four of them are draft only. Commanders, Patriots, Giants, and Saints. Or at least they wouldn't look to spend $45 million on Kirk Cousins, right? And then the Buccaneers are probably Baker Mayfield or draft to this point. Unless some crazy fallout happens with Baker Mayfield and they feel like, no, we want to keep pushing forward with a veteran. So that leaves Falcons, Raiders, Steelers, Broncos, Vikings. But here, and again, correct me if I'm missing something here. Here's the quarterbacks available to fill the game of musical chairs. Kirk Cousins, Baker Mayfield. Justin Fields, Russell Wilson at $1.2 million, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, J.J. McCarthy. I'm leaving. I'm actually leaving Caleb Williams right. and the Bears off of these lists because yeah. if Fields is available, then we would probably take Bears, Caleb, and put them off to the side, right? Right. I'm not, I'm not including Bo Nix or Michael Penix. Either because I don't think those guys would step in and start right away. And JJ McCarthy might not either, but he's projected to be a fringe top 10 pick. The others are not. So Jimmy Garoppolo, Ryan Tannehill, and maybe even Gardner Minshew because he started most of the season last year as a guy that, hey, if you're the, you know, you're the Broncos and you're going to maybe draft Michael Penix in the second round or JJ McCarthy, you bring in Gardner Minshew. So they're, it's not like, oh, there's 10 teams or five teams that could spend on Kirk, and there's only one option. It's Kirk. There's a lot of options out there. Yeah, and I, I think those last three, because they're bridge guys, might come in as backups. Uh, but up until that, I think you are talking about guys that probably start immediately. And, Kirk, yeah. uh, you know, if Kirk comes back here or doesn't, he is obviously going to be in a position to be your opening day starter. Okay. But, yeah, he doesn't – like the. This is my point. I think the Vikings, I think the Vikings right now are, are are engaging in what could best be called an open quarterback marriage with Kirk. <laughs> I think they're giving him a hall pass. Yeah. And I think they're like, you know what? We're guessing. I, I think the Vikings are playing the exact game or played it that you just played. Well, so let's let's narrow it down even further here. And by the way, as we go through this exercise. I have a really strong opinion developing on what I think they're going to do, the Vikings. So I, I will tell you that in a second. Mm-hmm. But if we just narrowed it down to Vikings, Broncos, Steelers, Raiders, Falcons as the as the five teams that are most likely to be in the mix for Kirk Cousins. You've got then, so that's five. You got then Kirk, Justin Fields, Russell Wilson available as three of the slots. I could see the Raiders drafting JJ McCarthy, so maybe we put JJ in there, or maybe they, maybe they yeah. make a move for a Jaden Daniels or something. So maybe put so the, it might come down to like 
Vikings and one other team. Let's say Falcons go Justin Fields. Let's say Steelers go Russell Wilson. And then it becomes Vikings, Broncos, Raiders. And the Raiders and the Broncos also both have top 12 picks. So they could sit there and say, you know what, Kirk? I mean, we like you, but we know, you know, we could easily just go snag J.J. McCarthy and Ryan Tannehill and push right. forward. Which is why I think that the the uh, prospect that Tom Pelissero, our former colleague, brought up of Denver is extremely intriguing because they're the one where I don't think uh, that Sean Payton, mm-hmm. under any circumstance, is going to take and start J.J. McCarthy, who I believe is still like 20. And and could probably stand to sit. Yeah. So that's where I think the situation, again, if you can make it work financially for Kirk, would be like one of his best leverage points because that makes a ton of sense. The other question with the Raiders, and my answer for now is going to, to be yes, is was Antonio Pierce reflecting the the thoughts of the GM as well? Like when he said, I and it's a good idea. I don't disagree with him. but was that a true reflection of where the Raiders are going, which would pretty much mean that they plan on drafting a quarterback. Now, J.J. McCarthy there might make a lot more sense because then, to your point, you might go sign Gardner Minshew to start for a year and have McCarthy sit. So I think, like, Denver ends up being a really interesting uh, scenario based on the coach and the GM. The question is, what would you do about it from a cap standpoint? Because... They're going to be up against it. And I'm inclined to agree with you. Russell Wilson in Pittsburgh probably does make a lot of sense. But the but the more this plays out, let's send Russ to Pittsburgh, like you just said. What Kirk needs to maximize his, his Super Bowl, which is free agency. Nice. He needs teams with more cap space than the Vikings to come in with big offers, right? Mm-hmm. And, the, and so the Vikings right now, are sitting behind the Falcons in cap space. They're behind the Raiders in cap space in terms of teams that might make a move for him. Patriots and Commanders have top five cap space, but we we kind of said it's draft or bust for those guys. I here's my thought, dudes. Like this is all kind of hitting me this morning as we as the Justin Fields Falcon stuff gets out there. I think the Vikings have been sitting back. They've probably had a similar offer on the table for like the last ten to twelve months. It's Largely one year, maybe there's some guarantees that get you the equivalent of like two years, mm-hmm. but they're saying, hey, go test the market, and you're going to find that with all these other options available, five or six quarterbacks that could be first or second round picks, you know, teams could snag those guys. Russell Wilson's available. Justin Fields is available via trade. There's all these other options. You could go get Tannehill as a bridge, Gardner Minshew as a bridge, right, like we talked about. I think all this leads to Cousins' market being much more suppressed than he thought and than his agent thought maybe a month ago. I think this is leaning toward Vikings and Kirk reuniting two years. The Vikings take the 11th overall pick, trade back, get some extra draft capital. The ultimate hedge, competitive rebuild, right? The the competitive part is bring Kirk back for two years. The rebuild part is, okay, now that we have Kirk back, okay, let's take the 11, turn it into another second or third round pick by moving back, draft an edge rusher, and then with our two day two picks, a second rounder and maybe another second rounder, maybe a second and a third, Michael Penix, come on down. In fact, if I could make this a write-that-down prediction, I would love to. It's Kirk comes back to the Vikings, 
Vikings trade back from 11, get more draft capital, and they hedge by taking Michael Penix and stashing him behind Kirk as their developmental project. I I think I see this very clearly. I think this is what's going to happen. And I think that's a probably likely scenario, but we talk about this game of chicken that's happening right now between Kwesi and Kirk. And clearly that offer right now is on, maybe there's an offer still on the table or there's a price point. The Vikings are not going to exceed to sign Kirk cousins. And Kirk is now doing the cocktail tampering or McCarthy is doing the cocktail tampering and they're figuring out what market works. And then they realize, Hey, okay, you guys were right. We, we can't find the market. We like, let's go back to the Vikings. Is there at any point though, that the Vikings then say too late, we're actually, we, we don't, we don't want to do this. We actually do want to move on. We want to draft a guy. We want to get a bridge quarterback. Are they certain, Kirk and McCarthy's agent, that that offer is still going to be on the table for them? Well, That's I think what it I comes wonder. Off, I, I think it might, it might come off um, at approximately the time that the dead cap hit goes on. So I think a decision has to be made by mm-hmm. then. But I think that offer, with the way O'Connell talked, I think that offer is there. Here, he, so here's the here's the fly in the ointment to me, because Phil, right now I think what you outlined is probably close to the truth. Like it's the the whole thing with with um, O'Connell and Quasi at the podium sort of gave you a pretty clear. I think they want him back. They want him what. back. Yeah. Well, and O'Connell really wants him back. But here's the question: It's not the Vikings thing. It is, if you go back to Kirk's end-of-the-season press conference in January before he uh, left the building and talked about, this is about the respect I'm shown, basically. This is not about mm-hmm. the financials. It's about the respect I'm shown. Does, does Cousins draw a line in the sand? And let's say the, let's say the Broncos come along and they offer uh, a lower base, but they offer more guarantees, more guaranteed years, something that Kirk finds to be suitable. Kirk is incredibly stubborn. Does Kirk say, sorry, guys, no, you know what? I, I feel like I got played here. Like, I mean, don't don't sleep. Kirk Cousins, for, for every time that we have said that when the game is on the line in the playoffs, that Kirk sort of can shrink at times, fourth and eight, right? Kirk Cousins does not shrink when it comes to what he wants from a negotiating standpoint. So but, but, but is that's there, my question. But do you think, but the, I don't think, to me, the question is: Is there a team that's going to blow him away with a with an offer? And we don't. And the thrive is we don't know exactly what the Vikings' offer is. Is there a team that's going to blow him away with an offer significantly better than what the Vikings are putting on the table right now? And I'm saying I question that more than I did I a Vikings few days do. ago and yeah. a week ago. I think the Vikings do too. What I question is: Is there an offer that Kirk just thinks shows him more respect, so it doesn't blow? the Vikings away, but it gives him more of what he wants. And does he... We're saying the same thing, aren't we? No. That there's I'm a saying... better offer for him out there. And no, I don't know I... that there is. I'm saying it wouldn't blow him away. I, I'm saying if he can get three years from Denver and the Vikings say, yeah, we can't go three, we can only go two. Does he just simply take that because he feels slighted? Yeah, that, but that's that would be a scenario where he's being blown away. He wants more years, oh, more security, thought... more term. Yeah, I thought you meant by the whole contract. I'm saying just in in small details. But in his mind, in those details matter. Like getting an extra right. year guaranteed would be blowing him away. Okay, but I if, if I thought you were saying blown away as as in the entire structure would blow the Vikings out of the water contract. What's the definition of blown away? 
I uh, think so we need Kirk, to figure out. <laughs> I, I think we can't sleep on the vindictiveness of Kirk where if you wrong him, he just says, see you later, bye. But they haven't wronged him yet, have they? Do you think in, that they've wronged in him? Kirk's, in Kirk's mind, we don't know what wronging is. That's the but, thing. Okay, but to get in the, back in the weeds of blown away, okay. If the Vikings are offering X and the Steelers are offering something greater than X, then he'll take the he'll take the greater deal because it's a greater deal, not because the Vikings are like if he if he feels like the Vikings are wronging him and the Steelers offer the same exact contract, then the vindictiveness would say, "Well, I'd rather go play for the team over what? here that didn't." I'm just saying wrong me, but I'm just saying I think that's an interesting variable in the entire conversation of at what point does Kirk draw the line? Kirk does not like to feel played in negotiations, and the Vikings are playing him, and, and I don't. Vi- play- and I don't blame them. And the Vikings love to have peace of mind and comfort. The this whole competitive rebuild oxymoron yeah. the last couple of years. Correct. They 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 hate the Wilfs are so stung by the Christian Ponder missed draft pick ten years ago, and by the Teddy Bridgewater knee injury. Like they have, they, I think I legitimately think the Vikings ownership has a visceral negative reaction to the idea of a first round draft pick being as risky as like they think. My God. Look at the things that have happened the last two times we've ventured into this water. We can definitely do it, but we need a safety net, and Kirk is a great safety net. And I just think it's be- it's just becoming so much more apparent as the market looks to be more suppressed. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there is a team. But, dude, if the Falcons swoop up Justin Fields. Yeah, no question. Good night, Kirk Vi- Cousins market. Well, and and the Vikings are playing this game with Kirk. And I guess my point is, Kirk doesn't like to be played. So would he come up with an alternative to say, screw you? Because he would do that from a negotiating or a potential moving of team standpoint. But there's a whole there and there's a whole discussion to be had here about this. If this is what the Vikings are doing. So if the Vikings are going to trade back, they're going to resign Kirk, they're going to trade back, they're going to draft a edge rusher with, with their first round pick. Now they're going to take Penix in the, the second round, who they like, but they're not positive about. Are the Vikings doing right? By themselves, is this reliance on what, whether it be the Wilfs, a combination of O'Connell loves this guy and this is my guy and we're friends and oh by the way I forgot to tell you but we have barbecues with Julie and the kids they come to my house are the Vikings doing right by the Vikings and I think that becomes if this goes down like you're talking about Phil I think that becomes a very important discussion point. I think they love to hedge. They loved. They would love to hedge. Two years. Okay. Okay. So we, 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 we if we're going to do two years, we can't then trade up the board to get a quarterback because that would be a waste of resources. So then let's let's either stay at eleven or trade back, well, go defense, go something else, and then. But we'll still we'll still get a quarterback of the future. It won't be one of the top four guys. It'll be you know two ACLs blown out. Michael Penix over here with a weird throwing motion or Bo Nix or somebody like dude. Well, that's and the what question, this is tracking for. And and there, there's also a possibility that in this week where the parties are at the combine, in hotel rooms, key parties, there's also a very good chance that the Vikings are, if they're going to move up significantly and take a quarterback, they're going to find out this week. So so like there there is a chance, if I'm to give the Vikings... Did you the, call it a key party? Yeah, it's a key party, man. This is a, a week of exploration. Everybody is everybody has a hall pass. It's unbelievable. Everyone's cheating, um, which is what this is. But you know, there's a chance that the Vikings have told the Cousins camp, "We really don't care. Go explore your options." But we're going to too, right? Yeah. 
So, like, if the Vikings find out by Monday, oh, holy cow, we can make a trade with the Patriots here. We can get the third quarterback off the board. You know, Drake May, we got a we got a QB coach who knows Drake May going back to his junior year in high school. Hey, Kirk, sorry, buddy. Like, to give them the benefit of the doubt, that could also be playing out. Super interesting. Um, meanwhile, part two of Kirk Watch 2024 today. You like that? You like that? Kirk Watch. Or is Kirk Watch overshadowing Daniil Watch too much? So we talked a couple days ago about Quasi kind of, you know, Quasi made an impassioned pound the podium speech about the things I'm hearing about Justin Jefferson are wrong. He should be paid like the top receiver, the top non quarterback. And dang it, we want him back. Before Congress. (laughs) I did not, shaking his finger. And then, now, uh, what about Daniel? He's, yeah, I've got a great relationship with Daniel Xavier. Let's, let's talk about something else. So, yes. this is the latest from sportsbetting.ag, the odds for if Daniel Hunter does leave the Vikings, where would he land? And the odds on favorite are the Jacksonville Jaguars at basically even money. And then the Chicago Bears are like two and a half to one. Detroit Lions, can you imagine Aiden Hutchinson and Daniel Hunter? Oh, oh my God. Buckle up. Four to one Lions. Everybody else is at least 16 to one. So three clear favorites, Jaguars, Bears, and Lions for Daniil Hunter. I'm just a little bit, I'm not sure about you guys. I guess the word I would use for this is I'm a little bit surprised that it feels like the the Vikings are this checked out. And who knows? I could be wrong. Behind the scenes, they could be like, we can't lose him. I don't know. But it feels like they're checked out. As Duke said on the scoop session, it feels like he's gone. Um, Am I, like, super bothered by it? No. Because I actually think at some point in time, guys have to leave, including Kirk Cousins. But am I a little bit surprised by, like, if if I am to, again, to go back to Quasi at the podium, if I am to take, like, three things uh, seriously, the Justin Jefferson passion, the Kirk Cousins sort of business-like approach, but there was clearly something there, and, hell yeah, we're going to talk to Daniil. And it truly sounds like they barely talked to his uh reps i'm sure they have by now or will this week in indianapolis i guess the word i would use is surprised i'm a little bit surprised that it just sort of feels like eh, this one might slip through the cracks we got a lot going on here we're cool yeah. with that yeah it's interesting Dex? they just that's an interesting bet to make that for a team that has not a lot of options on the defensive line and sure there's a plethora of guys that you could take in that in your draft range right now between 11 and 15 whether that's trading back to 15 or just taking the guy at 11. There are options, but, man, just saying goodbye to one of the best pass rushers and starting completely over with no real contingency plan at a, at a position where you have to be really good at to be considered you know, elite and be, be taken seriously in the NFL, I just think that's a very interesting bet that they're making, that they're just willing to say goodbye to Daniel Hunter. No problem. But, but it's, you wouldn't be starting over from scratch because a lot of options in free agency there's there's greener there's like there's the dude from the jets that we've talked about there's like there's guys in free agency and it's a very edge rusher heavy top of the draft there's i mean thor has told us there's four edge rushers that could easily go in the first round and you're going to have access to pretty much all of them with the 11th overall pick yeah but this all this all continues to help mold the Mackie blueprint and it wouldn't be my blueprint but it's i'm seeing this very clearly so everything i just laid out Kirk Cousins comes back for two years. They all want him back. All right, he'll come back for two years. You take the 11, you trade back to like 
13, 14, 15, somewhere. Some team jumps ahead, grabs J.J. McCarthy. You take Jared Verse, Dallas Turner, or Latu Latu, one of those three edge rushers. But you also picked up an extra maybe second-round pick from the trade you just facilitated. Now you could move up back into the first round, go get Chop Robinson, the edge rusher from Penn State. Now you've drafted two edge rushers in the or first round. Corner with that pick, with the second one, you're right. You could do that, too. You could yeah. you could go free agent that's younger and cheaper than Daniil and yeah. one of the edge rushers, maybe grab a cornerback late first round. I mean, there's way, there's ways to to get edge rushers back in the mix if you let Daniil Hunter sign somewhere else. But well, and and so. if if the Vikings said, you know what, he's trying to break the bank, which we didn't allow him to do, so he should break the bank, and he's going to be thirty, I believe, in October. And you know what, he's he's missed basically. He's missed a full season because of a neck problem and half a season uh, because of a torn muscle, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. And we just don't feel it's a good investment. Yeah. I'd be like, okay. But I just, I was just a little surprised that Quazy was so nonchalant there. It was like, yeah, okay. Um, But then I also would ask, like, a quarterback, you are bringing back a 36-year-old guy with a torn Achilles and again, what's your plan there? It, it 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 almost feels the quarterback thing is starting to, and we we you know obviously won't know till the draft's completed, but it's starting to feel like avoidance at times. And like I almost have more respect for the hunter thing is like okay, no, we're going to turn the page, we're going to get guys, we're going to replace him. But the quarterback, it feels like this avoidance of well, we really don't know, but and Kevin O'Connell really likes this guy, but so so this remains. This is why I remain so curious about this path yeah i wonder uh, god i just man i'd love to know how deep has kirk's agent gone in these discussions the last two days of the combine because you you know he's going to get all the necessary information then it's just a question of does it leak and it feels like they've played it so close to the vest so far and fields guy clearly is singing like a canary 100 percent. so like that that's the other thing is we are we are subject to the the agents and representatives who basically sing a song to Schefter, right? But like Mike McCartney, Mike McCartney's very good about publicizing himself as far as the deals he, he gets, which a lot of agents are. But I don't know that he's a big talker as far as like, hey, here's what's going on. Mm-hmm. So there might be there. You know what? The Cousins camp might know about three teams that are going to pursue him, and the Vikings are screwed if they want him back. That's the thing is we're going off we're going off reports that are only based on the representatives who will talk, yeah. or the teams that will talk. And the Vikings, the Vikings are pretty good about staying quiet. You know, you should uh, sing like a canary about your favorite weight loss place, Livia. Oh, I'm going to start chirping. Don't stay about quiet about Livia. Absolutely not. You know what? I'm going to stop start chirping about the the fact sharing the message of weight loss and the fact that a couple of years ago I dropped 40 pounds. How did I do it? Livia weight control centers. This is a program that works. It's a lifestyle change, but it's not a tough one. It's an easy uh, change that comes with a ton of support. That's not only going to help you lose the weight, but keep the weight off. And that's the most important thing. And Hey, have I got a deal for you? You talk about first round draft picks. How about this? Livia, three months free your first three months for uh for free 855 go livia 
Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. I love to sing about weight loss. <laughs> and uh, I love to sing about insurance. I'm, I'm not going to sing for this particular discussion about insurance, but just know that I sing all the time about Federated. That's it's amazing. great. My voice is kind of fading here with, you know, the 75-degree change in temperatures. It always gets old Macadac. But as a business owner out there, you understand the importance of protecting your reputation, your workplace, employees, and financial assets. And the team at Federated is ready to help your team by creating a custom lineup of industry-specific coverages and risk management services to help you and your business stay on top of your game. Contact your local Federated representative and find out more by going to federatedinsurance.com or our business to protect yours. All right, audible on the fly here, boys. Let's do the random Viking. Let's save the, let's talk more about the franchise grades tomorrow because I think we should explore the space on that. Basically, the Vikings were one of the, Vikings and Dolphins received glowing grades for head coach, facilities, everything, ownership. Coach. And ra- yeah, rather than spending five minutes on that, I think we should, let's yeah. explore the space on Feedback Friday tomorrow. Love it. Right after tickets are available, starting it, we'll be starting our stream right as tickets are available at scorenorth.com slash party for the draft party at the Fillmore. Oh, you mean those free tickets? Free, free, free. Or the VIP level, $100 if you want. It's scorenorth.com slash party, and you can get tickets starting at 10 a.m. on Friday. Let's do the random Viking of the week here, gentlemen. Every single Thursday. It's a battle of historical wits between two members of the show. Today, Declan will put together the clues. I finally broke like a two-month losing streak with Napoleon Harris last week. Darren Sharper, Roger Craig, Donovan McNabb, Darren Nelson, and Mike Morris are the last. You swept the week? (laughs) Man, it's been a while. You had an unbelievable, I mean, that twins thing, which we'll get get to today as well, was, was incredible. So Declan's got a series of clues. And he's going to throw them out. Judd or me can guess whenever we want. Up to three incorrect guesses. If one of us hits a third strike, the other one wins automatically. In the new era where we all three compete against each other, Judd has 15 wins. I have 12. Declan has eight. All time, Judd, 66 wins. Declan, 34. And I have 19. So, Declan, take it away. All right. This random Viking of the week was undrafted. Cinderella story. This random Viking of the week is 28 years old. Oh, this is, I like where you're going here. This random Viking of the week spent more time playing against Minnesota-based football teams than he did playing for Minnesota-based football teams. Great clue. That's fantastic. You're on fire right now, Doc. That's a great clue. By time, do you mean seasons or games? Games. Both. Both. Games. Because this random Viking of the week never appeared in a regular season, playoff, or preseason game with the Minnesota Vikings. But he spent time with the Vikings. I got you. I, I hear you. 28 years old. 28 years old. Never 
Random Viking of the Week rushed for 13 touchdowns in college. Blake Prohl. Blake Prohl. I like where you're going, though. That was a good... Blake, not not to, not to uh, be a smartass here, but Blake Prohl's a receiver, right? Yeah, but you never know. You could have. So? Yeah. So. 13, rush for so? 13 touchdowns? You never know. Rush for 13 touchdowns? Okay, could have been converted. It's a, it's a Should, system okay, how, you... how about this? How many touchdowns do you think Blake Prohl had in college? You know what I think? Yeah, wait. I think he was singing <laughs> to the end zone. All right. This random. I love what? how Judd's like clowning ah, my ah, guess right there. Ah, the do you have a, do you have a guess? Would you a, like to guess? No, I don't want to guess yet. <laughs> Although Blake Prohl, uh, I'm surprised it's not because Dex loves that stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, this random Viking of the week is no longer playing at football. He's done. He retired. Oh, my God. Uh, we can't Google. So this name has to pop into my head. Holy cow. I think I know who it is, and I can't remember his name. <laughs> his wife is an Olympic, uh, competed in the Olympics. Excuse me. And his brother-in-law was a first-round pick by the Patriots last year. Oh, uh, I'll give you the good. name. His brother-in-law is uh, Christian Gonzalez. Got drafted by the Patriots last year. Good clue. I, I almost wanted. I want to describe who it is, but then Judd's going to get it. <laughs> was that dude's name? This random Viking of the week accumulated six touchdowns in his NFL career. Oh, okay. Well, I was wrong. This is Those are regular season. Those aren't preseason touchdowns, uh-huh. right? Uh, check that. Seven. My math for at home, but uh, seven. Seven regular oh, season boy. touchdowns. This changes everything. Changes everything. Really does. Game. Game's null and void now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this is a good one. I don't know how. No, what am I talking about? This random Viking of the week had over 70 touchdowns in college. I gave it the rushing. But he had over 70 touchdowns in college. So he, just to be clear, he accounted for 70 or he scored 70 touchdowns? He counted for 70, over 70 touchdowns in college. This is wild. Um, oh, my God, dude. This is great. So hold on a second. Never appeared in a regular season playoff game. Rush for 13 touchdowns. No longer playing. Uh, Joel Stave? Joel Stave. He is a Big Ten guy, though. Yeah, I figured that out. Yeah. He played in- well, mm-hmm. I think maybe my I think maybe my guess is still alive because I didn't think my guess actually played enough to have seven NFL touchdowns. But he probably did then. 
All right, let's see if you guys fire this off. This random Viking of the week recently joined an NFL coaching staff. <laughs> oh, man. He was inactive for the NFC title game. And he shared quarterback rooms with Kirk Cousins, yeah, dude. Jared Goff, it's Tyler Murray, kid. Matthew Stafford. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, it, it's, it's that. It's S, that. That's what it is. Come on. Stanley. 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 Nate, oh, God. Nate that, Stanley. Nate Stanley. Nate Stanley? It's not Nate no. Stanley. <laughs> God. Wait, who, wait, who guessed that first? I think, well, Judd rifled off the full name I first, said Nate right? Stanley. I'll, okay. I'll take the L. Okay. So Judd I'll, has, I have one incorrect guess. One, Judd I have has two. two. I'll take the two. I'll take the two. I've. Oh, yep, because I was thinking guys? the same exact thing, and you were saying it. So yeah, yep, yep, yep. He spent. Wait, so he wait, wait, wait. So question uh, thirteen. <laughs> he was inactive for the. Oh, conference. do you number the questions? Yeah, okay. he wow. he was inactive for the conference title game. Are we talking about the 2017? No, nope, I'm talking about last month's NFC title game. Okay, that's what oh, I didn't know. oh, last month's NFC title game. He was inactive. Hold on, hold on. So that was, uh, okay. That was San Francisco. And who the hell did that play? I'm going to let you figure this one out. Yep. <laughs> who would the Niners play? <laughs> that should be the next trivia question. In Detroit. Um... Poor guy never wow. won a game that he started. Is he sitting? Is he? I can't afford to be wrong again. So, because I took the, I, I, I took that second L. I might have to just wait. I might have to smoke Judd out here. So hold I on. I might have to smoke so Judd inactive, out. inactive for the title game, NFC title game, which is obviously a huge clue. Mm-hmm. Um. So hold on a second. So who was, who was on there? Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, it's and we've literally narrowed it down to he was. He he never played a preseason game. You said with the Vikings, nope. right? Nope. So we're just we're talking about a random dude who came in. He signed with the Vikings right before the regular season, and then was claimed by another team, and he ended up starting two games for that team. He was with the Vikings from September first to December fourteenth. <laughs> this is terrible. This is of what year? This is terrible. Two thousand twenty-two. So, he was the whole time. September first to when? Sean Mannion. Well, that's not it. But <laughs> no, it's not. He's not twenty eight. He's too old. He's, he's I old. thought of he's Sean not Mannion. that much older, is he? He's. Can he's I Google too... Sean Mannion? He's got to be older I, than that. I think he's. In he the and 30s. he just joined a coaching staff. He did. No, he did. That's why I was, that, that was yeah. the first thing I thought of. Yeah. He's thirty one. He's so not wait, that old. Wait, wait. So he just took a coach. This guy just took a coaching job, mm-hmm. which I obviously so Dan Quinn. Completely. He's their assistant quarterback coach. I want to tap I almost out. want to put my I almost want to put myself out of my He was he went viral on front. hard knocks with the Lions when his wife was in the Olympics. Oh, I saw I I I remember this I now. don't remember any of this. Oh, I remember this now. Yeah, his his teammates were all in Went to Purdue. I only I only watched one episode. Oh, my headphones went out. I can't hear you guys. One second. I remember watching this. His teammates were in the room watching. Did you say a name? With him. So he no. Okay. So he was the Purdue quarterback before, like Aiden a couple O'Connell. before Aiden O'Connell, basically. Yep, and never beat the Gophers. 
His second start of his NFL career was against the Vikings. Holy cow. I'm drawing a complete blank. Dude, I this is wild. I I have nothing right now. I'm I'm draw, I, I know I I remember the I remember this hard knock. <laughs> Sorry to the audience right now. Yeah, I mean, this is a really this is so embarrassing right now. <laughs> I mean, this is a deep cut, but the only reason I did is because I saw yes. I took a coaching job. Obviously, it's yeah, a deep and cut. I wish I had I wish I had kept up on the news here since you just told us where he took the coaching job, what he's doing exactly. And I still can't remember, even though he went to training camp clearly with the Vikings. All right, well, he did go to training he camp, did, right? But he was he, he, he did, was like an he did not spend time in training camp with the he like spent like two days because he got claimed on so September. So they had him 1st. from September September through like December. Uh, he got claimed and then he ended up starting two games for the Arizona. So he Cardinals. was on the practice squad. Yep. For the Vikings, yep. Cardinals picked him up. That's right, the Cardinals. So this is after Kyler Murray went down. And then oh went, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, now, now it's even more clear, and I can't remember his name. And then he went yes. back to the Lions and was on their practice we might squad need all we, year. You might all need right. to give us at least one initial. Yeah, I feel like this is a. I, I feel like this is the first initials like are. We can't award the initials give are us D, one, one of the DB initials. DB. The initials are DB. <laughs> I feel like this David is Blau, David Blau, David oh, Blau, dude. David Blau, dude, David Blau. You guys What's would up? not have gotten that. I gave you all the clues possible. What else did you I'm want? Not partic- I'm not participating in this. David Blau. could have guessed myself. wrong. I was D- trying to smoke Judd out. Judd didn't Judd I embarrassed already? myself. Didn't David Blau. David Blau. I embarrassed myself. I'm not going to lie. I embarrassed myself. How? You know what? I missed him joining a coaching staff. That was a freaking David terrible Blau. performance. I apologize. David Blau. That was, I got no one to blame that's, but myself. That's that was incredibly, inc- I mean, it's, hey, it's. It is what it is. It's within the parameters. I love how Declan just got pissed and ended the game though, David right Blau. there. I'm not. You know what? I was so pathetic. I'm not. I'm. I'm too mad at myself. I thought the also the uh, <laughs> the Nate Stanley guess guess was yours. So I th- I actually confused it. So when you said then Sean Manning, I thought you were out and Judd was just trying to get it. That's why I thought we were. No, no, no. I, wait, 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 wait. No, what? No, no, no. He wait, said, you thought the game had been over that whole time? Not all. Not after you said Sean Mannion. I thought it was over. After you said Mannion, but no, I took the I took the L on that. That was me. Nope, nope. Yeah. Do we Phil need to get lawyer to say Chase it. involved here? No, Phil started to say it, but then I jumped Phil and said the whole you name. Said the full and name. I was wrong. So it's my no. That's my loss. So yeah, we wow, both got wrong con- twice. Controversy. This is only this that's is the not a second. Controversy. This is the second non-finish in the history yeah. of DNF. Yeah. The random Viking of the week. Jarius Jer- Wright was the other one. We did it at the first ever draft party at Surly two years ago. Oh, really? And a listener, I think a listener either won or shouted it out, and it, it right. rendered it rendered it null and void. So, oh. so De- all right, I guess Dex has the clues again for next week because was there was not a winner. That was absolutely pathetic. David Blau. I, you know what? Here's the problem. Until you said his name, I wouldn't. I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> it was last year, two years ago. But two I mean, ago. I know who it is. I remember his wife because the, the Lions all watched that in the, the mm-hmm. film room with him. I remember the Cardinals thing. Mm-hmm. I remember him being in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Wow, crazy. All right, I, well, done. David Blau. I have, seriously. I'm just going. There's the random Viking of the week. We'll see you guys tomorrow for a Feedback Friday at 10 o'clock Central Time on the YouTube channel. Disgusting. DNF. <laughs> <laughs>